yeah what's up everybody welcome welcome to the podcast i am your host scott aka baker turtle here bringing you a new episode of the podcast now everyone uh this is the valentine's day uh episode i am going to be talking about valentine's day it's a couple days coming up and just you know figure you know might as well talk about it you know uh talk about love and relationships and and all of that jazz so welcome to the podcast uh just want to say thank you to everyone out there listening and i uh, hope you guys enjoy but let's just jump into talking about it so yeah valentine's day is coming up um do you guys have a, a valentine's uh, or are you single you know it's okay to be single um sometimes you know it's not the right time we need to wait we need to um make sure we work on ourselves that we're ready for a relationship because we don't want to be bringing in our own baggage and being toxic and just you know um self-destructing and just sabotaging our own relationships so make sure you love yourself make sure you have all your shit together and problems are gonna happen problems are inevitable in relationships um especially the longer you are together the more likely a problem is gonna occur so one of the best um characteristics you can have or best traits you can have is to be able to talk through problems to be able to not take things personally to work through it be mature be um, understanding and uh, being able to work towards a solution a lot of times people in in relationships they it's hard for them to figure out how how to work towards a solution when you know people get their feelings hurt and they feel like they've been wronged and um and that's understandable because sometimes that happens uh, but when you're in a relationship it's it's a untold agreement that you know we're here to try to fix things and sometimes things can't be fixed um but that has to be discovered after talking through it you know sometimes there's just uh clashes of personalities and maybe um life perspectives but i'm i'm really really grateful and uh thankful and lucky to be able to have a partner that i feel like we're on the same page and um this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody but you know i do plan to marry cynthia one day um but you know the time has to be right my uh, marriage is definitely um a, a big not only a commitment but it's a investment and uh um you know it's, it, it can get kind of scary when the government gets involved you know um that's my only real like issue with marriage is that there's a lot of legal stuff and, and it could cost money and paperwork and you know just like the legal part of it and uh, i'm not really a big fan of that but you know um i do have a, a kid with with her so that's already a bigger commitment i have no problem committing to a relationship if i've committed to you know a raising um a human with my partner and i couldn't have asked for a better partner you know i, I cynthia is amazing she's the best mom that i know she's so understanding she's cool she's funny she's hip she's um smart she she knows um like what is the right way to raise a child you know some people aren't ready to have kids some people um 
just do it and then they haven't figured out what's what it takes to raise a child and um and i think cynthia and i have done a, a, a great job at that and then we're still learning every day um, but i think the fact that we both have our daughter's best interests in in mind and all of that makes it easy to communicate about what's best for our daughter and uh yeah so let's but i think i think now if ever is a perfect opportunity to to go dive deep into the past and uh discuss my relationship with cynthia and there's it's a lot of uh ups and downs and cynthia if you're listening to this um you know <laughs> um might get triggered by some things that we have worked through but you know like i said before we every relationship has problems and we definitely had ours so uh, but before I do get into it, I think we should um, play another song. So I've put together a small playlist of, you know, love songs or um, songs that are themed for this episode. So I hope you guys enjoy the the little music breaks in between. Um, if you ever get the chance to communicate with me, you know, I am on Twitter at BakerTurtle17. I am on Instagram. Um, you could comment through the Anchor app, like uh, any ways that you can on BakerTurtle. Uh, pretty much everywhere and you could let me know if you listen to the podcast message me um i would i'm i don't bite you know i'm i would be i would love to uh talk to you guys and discuss things but uh without any further ado let's go ahead and listen to the next song as we uh and then we'll come back from the break says boy quit fooling around i told her i love the view from up here warm sun and wind in my ear will watch the world from above as it turns to the rhythm of love we may only have tonight but till the Yes. Okay, everyone. So, Cynthia and I, our journey actually begins a long time ago, over a decade ago. Um, actually, before we met, because we uh, we actually had the same friends uh, growing up in middle school. And even though we never met in middle school, we we didn't meet until uh, ninth grade, our freshman year of high school. Uh, throughout middle school, we had the same friends. Um, you know, uh, we had. You know, there was, um, you know, Daniela we were mutual friends with. There was uh, Jeremy. Um, you know, there was um, Tweety and, and um, you know, just all, all of our friends out there that, that you guys know who you are. Um, Nancy, uh, Kristen and them. Um, and... Uh, we never encountered each other, which was really weird. Um, I never seen her, and she never really seen me. 
Um, but I think a lot of that blame has to do with me because uh, back then I was I was a goody two shoes. Um, I was really uh, a good kid, and my mom, you know, never really uh, let me have a lot of freedom at school. I never really got to stay up to school, hang out with friends. It was just school and then come home. Um, I did my homework. You know, I was just um, I never really you know, um, dive too deep into like hanging out with friends and never really hung out, um, after school, it was just all school and we never had any classes together. So I only met and hung out with people I had classes with. And, um, but you know, we, we did go to the same high school, San Bernardino high school and freshman year, we had the same geometry class in Mr. Bunye's class. And, uh, that's where we met, uh, about a couple months in, um, well, starting at the beginning of the year, I was seated in my seating chart. Uh, I was like really isolated and in, in like a corner. Um, I was sit sitting next to somebody, but that somebody I forgot their name, but they kind of like dropped out. They switched classes, whatever. So I was I was alone uh, for a couple months um, or maybe a week. So I don't remember. It was a long time ago um, at a table and there was an open spot. And the first I remember the first time I met her. Um, I tried to impress her. You know, I was a, I was really into trying to impress people. Um, I loved getting that impression from others. Uh, so one time we had to do like some group project for math. And because I had no partner at my table, it was just like at your table, the groups. Uh, I didn't have a partner. So he told me to join another group, which was uh, Cynthia's group. They had an extra seat open. So I joined them. And it was fun. Um, we had, I forget what we had to do, but it was some, obviously some geometry math group project. But I remember um, being bored and I had like these sticky notes. And what I used to do at the time is I would draw on the sticky notes into like a flip book with the stick figures. And I would like have them running and jumping and falling off of things and fighting. And I, I used to draw that with the flip books. And, I, and that's what I did. And I showed it to the table and I, I showed it to Cynthia and she was impressed and she was, I got the impression she was a really cool chick. She was uh, obviously really pretty to me. I was attracted to her immediately and I was like, oh wow, like, uh, she's really pretty. Um, but after that, I, I got moved permanently to their group and we sat next to each other throughout all the geometry and we just grew into great friends. Um, we used to pass notes to each other and uh, I used to help her out with her math and slowly but surely I just got to know her and her personality and she's just so different from everyone that I knew um you know she I don't know how to put it into words but she's special like um she has my same sense of humor like that witty deadpan humor and just like kind of a little little dirty too with uh, sexual jokes and and um also she was i could tell she was there was a lot more to her than she was letting on like she was really much deeper than she put out um she was really quiet but she would always just like chime in and just a little joke and like i could tell like even though she struggled academically um which wasn't in my opinion, entirely her fault. You know, she had her own issues going on, but she's really smart mentally. She was there. Like she knew um, there's a difference between, between being academically smart, you know, like being able to listen to directions and, and, you know, follow directions and do homework. And it's just really tedious and time consuming and, and discipline. And that's a very different than, you know, 
um, being intelligent. I guess I guess that's the word, intelligent. Uh, she's a she's a good learner when she cares, and uh, I just after getting to know her, I just grew to love her. Um, but that didn't come later uh, till later. But you know, we uh, she invited me to her birthday party, which was fun. Uh, I was at a pizza place. And uh, she didn't have it was her quinceanera and she's the type that, you know, doesn't want to wear dresses and it's not into the whole big celebration thing, quinceaneras and stuff. And it was just a cool hangout at a pizza place. We played pool, uh, played games, uh, had pizza. It was just her and her close friends. And and it was just a really good time. And then um, eventually uh, my, one of my friends, our, our mutual friend, Noemi, she had a one of her she had her own quinceanera. And uh, I was really close to her at the time. You know, I, I, I knew her throughout middle school and um, Cynthia knew her, too. So we were both invited and I actually asked her to um, be my date to the to the party. And uh, I was really nervous. I'd never had a girlfriend before. She was, um, but I liked her and I knew she liked me um, and. I asked her, <laughs> this is one of our inside little cute jokes things, is that I asked her, um, you know, what should I wear to Noemi's party? I, I don't know what to wear. So she told me, you know, exactly what to wear, um, like a black button-up shirt with some nice slacks and a white shirt underneath and all this stuff. And that's exactly what I wore. So um, definitely wanted to look good for her. And it was at the party that I officially asked her to be my girlfriend. And... Um, I was super nervous because I've asked that before, but I've got been rejected. But at, ahead of time, I knew she liked me. So I was like, you know, that this is my best shot. So I asked her. She said, yes, it was all really, you know, immature, you know, high school, silly butterflies feelings. And and that was that. And we, we were together. And then eventually she had to move away and um, we broke up. And throughout high school, you know, we, we had our ups and downs. We we broke up because she moved away. She came back. We got back together. And then um, Valentine's Day came up. And uh, I'll get into that after the break. So we're going to play the next song, everybody. Um, and then after that, we'll talk about a lot of the ups and downs that Cynthia and I had. And um, try to keep it not too personal because obviously this is Cynthia's story as well. So I don't, you know, want to say too much. But um, I think it's uh, cool to have the story out there that way. Um, honestly, it probably would be better to have her here talking with me about it. Um, but she doesn't really like to do these, these podcasts with me. But uh, maybe one day she'll join me. But until then, you know, I have to just uh, talk about it myself and my side of the story. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll get into it in a bit. So here comes the, uh, next song, um, if you wanna by the vaccines. Thank you. 
yes everybody welcome back so uh yeah let's get into the rough patches uh that we've had so when we were together uh we kissed once the first time we were together it was my first kiss it was amazing i'll never forget she'll never forget it was pretty uh pretty cute a month of being together we i was we were so nervous i was so nervous you know i um I never had a girlfriend before. I never kissed. It was just super like nerve wracking for me. And uh, we finally kissed um, one time. Uh, I think it was after school. Um, we went to like the an open to like an empty field area, and we were by some buildings. And um, it was super awkward. We were just kind of like staring, like yeah. So this is pretty much where we start kissing, right? <laughs> uh, I was so nervous, but. We were there and we were really close and um, we kissed for the first time and it was awesome. And then I asked, can we do it again? <laughs> uh, man, I'll never forget that. It was, so, it was so good. Like, why? Like, can we just do it again? And uh, she thought that was cute. And um, we'll never forget that. I asked <laughs> to kiss her again. Um, but yeah, we kissed. And then after that, we actually didn't kiss again. It was just really awkward like for me like to do it naturally like I, I never really knew how to do it um then we broke up we came back and we were on and off a lot throughout sophomore uh junior year and I would walk her to class and then after a while we started like just making it more of a routine of like instead of it there's a difference between kissing because you want to kiss and it's like really passionate and and um desirable you know and then there's the kiss of like okay like when you you kiss someone goodbye you know like there's there's a kiss of like okay let's kiss that you know just a, a hot like a hello kiss or whatever it's not really passionate you know it's just more of like this is what you're supposed to do kind of thing um same thing with like saying love you i love you you know like um you know you say bye on the telephone all right love you bye you know that just just like that's really different than being like the first time saying like i love you you know um so a lot of our kisses after the first kiss the first kiss was definitely like very um special passionate uh, and then from then on you know it was really routine and we started drifting apart she was going through a lot and um valentine's day came up and you know we were very young naive and i didn't know what she was going through and she was going through a lot and we didn't really know how to navigate what we our relationship and um so Valentine's week comes up and I'm like, okay, we're together. You know, you're my girlfriend. I should do something for you for Valentine's day. And sometimes she would miss, miss school, you know, like she just didn't feel good and she would miss out and we didn't have phones back then. So I didn't know, I would never know like, oh, I guess she didn't come today. Um, and then the Valentine's week came up and I told her, I was like, Hey, you know, make sure you come Friday. Cause the Valentine's was like on the weekend. I think it was like a Saturday or Sunday or whatever. Um, and so I said, make sure you come Friday because I want to get you. I want to I have something for you for Valentine's and, you know, don't um, miss out. And she's like, oh, yeah, OK, I'll, I'll make sure I'll be here. And then Friday comes and she's not here. So, you know, obviously uh, at the age I was, I couldn't, you know, empathize and I, I wasn't as understanding. And I, I, I really I took it hard. I took it personal. I, I, I was hurt. Um, I felt like she stood me up. And I was just, I really was hurt. And I bought her like a teddy bear, some flowers, some candy. It was my first Valentine's. I was like excited to be like a good boyfriend on Valentine's. Get her and love her and show her that like I appreciate her. And she doesn't show up. So 
that was the last straw for me because you know after a while i just we just i just felt the distance i felt like she wasn't in it you know after because we were together the first time then she left and we this is our second time being together i just felt like it was very different um she just felt very detached and um i guess you know it wasn't a good time for us to be together we she wasn't ready i wasn't ready and we broke up after that and then we got back together and then we broke up we we're like maybe we should just be friends but we became best friends because of it all we 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 knew each other the best she was still awesome like i still wanted to be around her i, I still loved her like i she was awesome but as far as like the responsibilities of being in a relationship it just wasn't there and this continued throughout high school until senior year when it was like this was it it just all came together it it honestly did like after um junior year we were together we broke up and i got with uh doris and um that that changed me that that opened my eyes to what a relationship can be and um i grew as a person i was hurt by you know her dumping me and cynthia was still there and she was you know she started to get feelings because she was getting jealous and it was just all this uh came together summer after junior year and we um you know our anniversary july 23rd it was just amazing like that was when we we knew we were in love um she was all i wanted and i was all she wanted and we told each other i love you um and we got together and all of senior year we were together it was amazing uh we were and it was like and it didn't feel awkward anymore it didn't feel like um it was weird. It, like we were just we. I loved her. We 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 kissed. We held hands. We were together. Like I was happy. Like she was happy. Um, we talked on the phone. It was the perfect relationship. And then uh, senior, and then we graduated, and we were still together. Um, and at that point, we were like, we're gonna be together forever. Like I'm gonna marry you one day. You're my high school sweetheart. You're the love of my life. But then uh, after high school, uh, things kind of went downhill kind of fast. Um, we got a car. We were together and I couldn't get into college. Um, something happened. That's another story. But I couldn't get into college. Um, and we would just hang out after school. Her, Carlos and I and Carlos and this thing, Carlos became our best friend around this time. And it was just us three, you know, like. The three amigos we were awesome um we would hang out all the time after school we had all the time we in the world um i was working i was trying to get a job and I, I wasn't working i was trying to get a job because you know after high school now it's time to get a job can't do go to college so we got uh she got her she got the car we were driving and then uh she went to utah and utah is where everything messed up um she went to utah and then she invited me and they offered to pay for me we went to utah and it was awesome like it was such such a culture uh shock like a amazing experience such a growing experience for me i was living somewhere i've never been before with people i've never lived with before it was such a new experience i was so far away from home it was it was so crazy and i was young i was 18 i didn't know how to handle it um being around her family like it was it after a while and we were there for months and i was there directly linked to cynthia and uh so cynthia was my real only like lifeline there it was her and i and then you know her her family um her cousins her tia, tio and 
all of them and they were really accepting of me you know nothing against them like um they were they were great hospitality um they they fed me they they housed me no problem and i just i'm really grateful for that and and i'll never forget how hospitable they were um but ultimately they're her family you know if anything happens between us they're gonna take her side and that means i'm all alone um i had nobody on my side over there um so sometimes there would be arguments sometimes we you know just after we for the first time we're living together and you guys know how it is to living with someone like you and a whole new side of of them becomes um available and you learn about who they are living at home and we had our our issues we had our fights we had our arguments we had our disagreements we had our frustrations we had our annoyance just like you would with a sibling or anything just getting annoyed by you know things and we were growing and learning and uh, i just i had a really rough time after a while over there and then you know there was a an incident that happened around christmas uh, I'm not, I'm not going to get that personal, but, you know, we definitely had a big um, falling out. Um, I uh, I made a mistake and uh, I apologized later, but I guess it wasn't enough. And it really put a crack in our relationship. And it was like a few weeks later that we left. We came back home to California. And from then on, it was... It was like she didn't trust me. It was a really rough. And um, I got a job. Uh, we tried to, you know, keep it going. Like we're we're in the, we were together for almost two years at that point now, and we were in it for the long haul. But we had a lot of problems, a lot, and uh, we had to talk it through and figure out what's going on. And um, then I went to college, and man. That's a new story. So we'll continue this after the next song, but college really fucked us up. All right. So this next song is uh, definitely, um, definitely suits the next part. So this is uh, Love Hurts by Nazareth. Love does hurt. One day, everybody learns that. And uh, we were deeply in love. But I guess our problems took a toll too much. And we were... High, uh, college came. I was finally admitted to UCR. Uh, we moved out together. 
I had financial aid. I had we had money. She had money. We had a car. We were building a life together. Um, we moved out on our own. It was just me and her. Um, I'm going to college. We're like, this is it. We're adults now. And honestly, moving to Riverside was it's one of the my favorite experiences. It's one of the most like I changed so much. Like I can't I can't overstate it. The how much Riverside meant to me and changed me into the person that I am today. And, you know, we it was awesome. I we having your own place, especially with your girlfriend all by yourself. Man, did we fuck. We fucked so much Like we fucked in the kitchen. We fucked in the bathroom. We fucked in the living room. We fucked in the bed. Yo, we had no like this was at this point. It was fucking balls to the wall man but it was it was one of those um very volatile relationships i guess you can say like it was so passionate we we were so in love but at the same time questioning what are we doing um our you know we were we we were by ourselves and with what was going on with Cynthia and I, I was in a new environment. I was going to college. I was meeting new friends, new people. It was so like opening, so, op- what's the word? So mind opening. So uh, I was experiencing so much. I was expanding my my horizons and what I knew. And I was, it was a, like, um, mind blow after mind blow i don't know what what the words are but uh i met so many amazing people in college and uh you know this is again this is uh my side of the story so this is where things kind of get rough but i felt like maybe um you know cynthia was home all day she didn't really have she didn't have a job uh she was home you know taking care of the place um and waiting for me to get home from school and she would get you know a little jealous about um, the friends I was making and the time I was spending over there and I understood like I was starting to learn I I understood I was really um, trying to trying to um, can be considerate of her and her circumstances like she's alone and so I I would wouldn't really stay at, at school as much I would try to come home and hang out with her, make sure she's not alone and like accommodate her. But we we were codependent at that point. And it was a lot of problems, um, a lot of jealousy, a lot of arguments, a lot of fighting, a lot of yelling, a lot of um, threatening to break up. And eventually I like we started to grow apart. I felt this is uh, this is how I felt. I'm just going to I'm going to say how I felt. I'm not saying this is facts or not. Um, it's, there is no real facts. It's just people have, you know, her and I, we have our, our experiences, our perspectives at the time. But, you know, we, um, I felt she was really dependent on me. Like she wouldn't really, uh, do much until I came home. She was, I, and I, that was really understandable. Like what she do by herself. I was her best friend, her, her lover. And, she was excited to see me when I got home and we could hang out. We could watch things together. We could do things. We can go out. We have a car. And so I, but I, that didn't feel right to me. That didn't feel good to me. I didn't want to be the source of her happiness. And that was my problem. Like I didn't want 
her mood to be based on me and it just real felt really codependent and i tried expressing this to her and it 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 the circumstances made me grow apart from her and i was meeting new people and i met someone else and uh you know the way i went about it was not ideal at all i made mistakes um i wasn't perfectly honest and you know i was much younger back then and she was much younger we it, we've grown since then but back then you know we had our problems and um we broke up i i tried we tried to have like a a break uh at the time i was you know watching a lot of shows like how i met your mother and and um things like that and i, I was just like i was opening my mind to what could be and I wanted to give us a chance, so I told her, hey, you know, this month, you know, I, I feel like I want to break up, but let's give it a try and let's see if we can have any improvements. And after the month, uh, I think it was February, after the month of February or March, um, I didn't feel like I wanted the relationship anymore. So we broke up in April and she moved out. I was by myself and that was rough. I I was with my uh new friends and um was starting to and honestly like if i'm being honest uh this is the hard part for me being honest uh because i know my honesty can hurt people um but i was having a good time i was having i was finally i felt free and i again i'm just being honest of how i felt at the time uh, obviously in hindsight I can see my blind spots and things that um, went wrong and how I was delusional about certain things. But at the time, I was young. I was naive. I um, was just excited to be single and, and at college, living on my own. It was I could do whatever I want. I can hang out and stay and I don't have to worry about, oh, Cynthia's at home waiting for me. And I can, um, you know, be wild and crazy. And um, that's what happened. Like, I... I had a lot of different experiences and I was now starting to um, like someone else. And uh, that really hurt Cynthia. And I don't blame her. And, uh, but that quickly fell apart. She was one of my, I'm not going to name her. Um, people don't need to know her name and I don't want to bring up the name, but she was one of my best friends. She was really cool too. I'm yeah, I'm not going to say anything about about her. Um she she was a, she was a good person. She's smart, she's funny, and a lot of good things and me just me saying this will probably hurt Cynthia's feelings. Uh so low key I hope you're not listening Cynthia or she's not listening but um we just weren't right. You know, we um it's one of those friendships or relationships you have with someone where you just click but you don't belong together romantically like it's it's you're not for each other you're not the one um you might be uh, compatible as friends you hang out you, you're you like the same stuff and you could be cool with each other and it, it is really hard for a, a male and a female to amicably amicably be friends and you know not attract feelings be sexually attracted to each other and that's that's what happened we we became sexually attracted to each other and we we tried it out but it didn't last long you know she was i was just her rebound 
she was with her her ex-boyfriend before that for a long time and it's, it's her high school sweetheart the, her her one he broke up with her she was hurt i was there for her um i was you know i'm a good person she was a good person and she just thought that maybe i could uh, be her in her words her angel um to save her to make her feel loved and that's what i did you know we we filled each other's holes <laughs> um not literally um metaphorically of course um and you know we never we never crossed that line um we were still young and early in our relationship and she broke it off because she and her ex were going to get back together and um i was understanding of that at first and i i you know i had she had my blessing like i i get it you know I had my one with Cynthia as well. And I still was even throughout even the relationship. I never forgot about Cynthia. Like she she's my one. Um, and I wanted to stay friends with Cynthia. But it was it was all uh, and completely understandable why she wouldn't want to be with me, why she wouldn't um, want to see me. She was so hurt and seeing me with another person. Completely understandable. But my selfish ways, I wanted to still be friends with her. Um, but because I understood even then. I didn't push it. Um, I let her block me. I, I can't control that, but I mean, I didn't harass her. I didn't complain. I didn't guilt trip her, anything like that. It's just like, okay, I, I get it. Um, and uh, then my uh, my new girlfriend and I broke up. And then after that, you know, Cynthia and I started to casually communicate. Uh, I guess she was starting to heal and she felt like she could be fine talking to me and quickly we went back into the groove of things um i realized you know what was i miss what was i doing i was missing out on this amazing person i miss her so much and we got back together um after a while but then we'll get into that now so we went through our rough times and then we have we had a second round of rough times but at this this point we were like if we're gonna get back together um it's gonna be a little bit more serious so um after the the music break the song break we'll get into that and uh next up we have let's get married by the bleachers one of my favorite bands um guys you got to check them out the bleachers let's get married journey be continues um we got back together not right away though because um you know um 
the relationship I still had with my ex at that time, um, I wanted to stay friends with her. We were we had the same classes. We went to the same school. We we became best friends. And uh, it was over summer where we got together and broke up. And then, you know, our second year, sophomore year in college, uh, I was thinking of, you know, we could still be friends and I can still hang out with Cynthia and all this stuff. But uh, boy, was I wrong. Um, the 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 ramifications of the breakup and the new girlfriend with Cynthia and all this stuff really took its toll on her and, and her ability to trust me and love me and it, it scarred her and um i was i tried my best to redeem myself to um make amends to prove to her that i love her and um so it took months for me to regain her trust again um but finally we got back together and um but before that i had to basically cut out um that person in my life my my ex uh, the person i was going to school with so i couldn't i one of the conditions of being with cynthia is i couldn't be friends with her and at the time it was it's it's to this day it's still complicated for me because it goes against kind of like my moral coding of like i don't want people to force other people to not hang out with them and and um it feels controlling it feels manipulative it feels again like lacking the freedom and i expressed that then and it caused it's it's, it, it's caused arguments of what i believe and what she believes and but i i i wanted to make us work no matter what and i i would do anything so i did something i didn't want to do uh for our relationship for the sake of us cynthia and i i cut her out of my life and it hurt her so not only did i hurt cynthia by breaking up with her and moving on to someone else but now the person i moved on with and we were together and we were best friends in school now I hurt her, uh, cutting her out to be go back to my um, ex, Cynthia. So it was really rough. It was really hard for me to make the decisions I needed to do. But I was growing. I was learning. I was in college. I was learning psychology. I was learning philosophy. And I was maturing. I was growing up and uh, expanding my mind. And by this time, we were uh, potheads. <laughs> I was smoking a lot of weed when she came back that was when um she introduced it to me we didn't smoke that much before that and then once she, i broke up with her and she moved out that's when she started smoking and then when she came back we got together she introduced it not introduced i had been i had smoked before but now it was like we have our own place and we can we have money and we can buy it and um so she had her medical card and we smoked a lot of weed we and that man did that open my mind um you know the marijuana made made me think deeply and we we went through a lot of personal growth a lot of healing a lot of just i guess the best word is just personal growth uh and we did it together and and through fights and it was a lot of arguments a lot of wounding and a lot of it being my fault and it was really really hard because um it became toxic but 
the, when we got back together, we we knew both together that we were our ones. We were in love and we were going to make it work. We we're going to talk it out. We we're going to fix our problems. And we were in love. Uh, we were and we are in love. And we made um, we made a child together. And that was one of the, the greatest experiences of my life to to become a father. And it was amazing. And that by this time, um, our friend Carlos moved in. So it was easier on the bills. We were saving money. It felt great. I was uh, in school. I was working. Uh, we were going to have a kid. Uh, our best friend is living with us. It was great. Um, but um, we still had our arguments. And, you know, we had our daughter. She was born. And then we had a new. But that revived our relationship. We had a new thing to work towards. And um we were doing a great job if i don't say so myself uh we were very loving we we loved our child back when she was a baby and when i say loved in past tense that doesn't mean <laughs> we don't anymore i'm just talking about back then um what it was like and we had fun it was so awesome to raise our child together in our own place and work it through and discover new things and discover a new joy a new love and um but we the wounding was still there um the trust was still lacking and every now and then you know we would have our fights and our fights got worse and worse and worse and worse i was having panic attacks um we, we were having mental breakdowns we we couldn't handle it anymore we were threatening to break up every other day um saying we can't do this i can't do this anymore this is too much i can't i can't trust you i can't this isn't gonna work this you know all the words we we said the worst things to each other we 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 weren't we were falling out of love and we were hurtful to each other we were, we were disrespecting each other we were saying things that were deal breakers that was our word. This is a deal breaker for me. It's, it's, there's boundaries. We were learning our boundaries of what we can accept from each other. And, um, we broke up again. We, we've been back and forth, back and forth for so long, but we need to, we, we respect each, we respect ourselves. She respects herself. I respect myself. And when one of us crosses the line and we say something that we shouldn't have, or we, uh, have our suspicions and we can't f talk it through and it's just like things we have too many demands of each other and expectations and uh, we broke up and it was for a, a, a long time um she moved out you know she had a lot of family problems going on th at that time her dad died her mom was going through a, some serious health issues um i was finished with school now uh lucy our daughter was a couple years old and um parenting was hard and finances were hard a lot of things were hard for us and it was stressful it was um hard and we we moved out we couldn't afford to live over in riverside anymore now that i wasn't in school i had to find a job and now we're thrown into real world real world now uh adults we were 23 uh 23 24 years old now we had a daughter to take care of we had bills to pay for we had a you know, a life to build. And we were so lost, you know, our mid twenties is mid 20 crisis, you know? Um, and I moved back with my mom. She moved back with her mom. We were broken up. 
we were, you know, splitting Lucy. She would come with me and then go with her. And it was rough for her, rough for us. But um, again, it was a little freedom. Um, I did a lot of personal growing. I read. I and I was starting to get into podcasts and, and grow and and get some and listen to personal coaches and and become wiser and more mature and more understanding patient and uh loving and empathetic and so was she cynthia um we for years we had expressed to each other what our problems with each other were and what we needed to work on and um so she worked on herself i worked on myself and eventually she was having a lot of trouble with her mom's health and so um humbly she asked for my help because you know she had lucy and i had to work and so it was just better we, we were on good terms now it was better that we moved in but at that time we had been broken up for a long time over a year i was talking to other girls i we honest i honestly that was the moment in my life where i honestly felt like we weren't gonna be together anymore um i thought we were gonna raise lucy as separate pa as separating parents you know um and that's not always bad you know there's there's families out there there's people out there who raise children um apart and they have you know step parents and it, they make it work and i wanted to make it work like that i wanted i just i just wanted peace i wanted what was best for lucy i wanted what was best for us um and i think just no animosity no resentment no hate just love and just acceptance and and i was at a point where i was really growing and um so i was you know talking to people i was trying to make the best out of the situation um but we did move back into each other and then another thing happened she she caught me being dishonest i'm not going to get into the details again but i was being dishonest but because in my defense we weren't together i didn't feel like i needed to disclose everything to her um i didn't need to tell her who i was talking to what i was doing but it was um it was a mistake because i wasn't being honest i should be honest i should and if she can't accept the honesty then that then that's the, where the problem lies but if it's because i'm holding things back from her and i'm not being open about what i'm doing then that's my bad so again i made another mistake but um at that time we we just knew that we can't escape each other we're gonna be we're meant for each other so might as well stay together and try to make it work and do it for lucy you know she it's better that she has both parents with her living together and seeing her parents love each other and so we got back together and um and that's where we are now and we we are really we're well no that's not where we are because we broke up again we've had our issues and um i'm just gonna wrap it up a little bit more i'm gonna wrap it up here guys uh it's getting a little long <laughs> that's what she said but you know we we were we're much older now much more mature much more experienced and we know how to we've learned from our mistakes and we're growing and working on ourselves and we know that no matter what happens that you have to set your priorities set boundaries and communicate be honest and open and we learned that the hard way and i think that's the key to relationships um trusting each other 
which we still have problems doing. You know, everyone's going to have trouble doing things that they're on their own journey. Everybody's at their own journey. But I do, from my experience of over a decade of being with the same person, breaking up and getting back together and arguing and all that, I have learned that it's don't say something you'll regret. Don't be spiteful. Don't say something to hurt someone else's feelings. Always try to work towards what's best. Try to not be emotional about problems um, and putting a priority of like, ultimately, regardless of how we feel, we're all going to get our feelings hurt and be triggered and be, what's the word, blinded by our rage and our feelings, our emotions, and we're going to be irrational. That's the word. That's the word. Um, love is irrational. And because if you love someone deeply, you're going to become irrational. And you have to fight that. You have to fight the irrationality and f and train. I had to train myself to become rational and objective and honest and open and understanding and patient. And we're finally in a good place. We we had a lot of this is it. This is final. But I've I've gave uh, I would say I've done the breaking up and getting back together. So a lot of where our relationship ends up has to do with me and I've given our relationship many chances because I do feel like we belong together. And um, I see that we're both working on each other and I see and I love her and she loves me. And that's it. And then we're having Valentine's Day in a couple of days. So <laughs> um, got to always show appreciation. Some people sometimes people feel like they're not loved and they don't want to be deceived. They don't want to be betrayed. They don't want to feel stupid that. Why am I acting? Why am I being naive and dumb and silly? And people need to feel like they matter and that they love they are loved. And regardless of how long you're with someone, you need to remind your partner of what's important and that there's still love and that you still you still desire them above everyone else and that's where i'm going to end this guys thank you all for listening to the valentine's day special about my relationship with cynthia the love of my life we've been through ups and downs but man <laughs> Now I really can't break up with her other this, huh? <laughs> jokes, guys, jokes. Um, but one day, like I said, I will marry her. And Lucy is amazing. And we're, we're building a life together. And we can still be free when we're together. And like I said, I'm going to end it off on love. Love is the answer to everything. Love means patient. Love means understanding. Love means... trying to work and with that gonna end it with a classic queen everybody queen somebody to love and i will catch you guys next time please make sure to catch me on all platforms at baker turtle listen to the podcast and i hope you guys like this one it's one of my favorites because i'm talking about my very special person and uh see you guys next week peace out
Somebody, somebody, oh, somebody. 